Hi, I'm Vanessa Vicaria, aka The Math Guru, and you're listening to Math Therapy, a podcast that helps guests work through their math traumas one problem at a time. Whether you think you're a math person or not, you're about to find out that math people don't actually exist, but the scars that math class left on many of us definitely do. Oh, and don't worry, no calculators or actual math were involved in the making of this podcast. Hello, hello, hello. We are back, baby. That's right. Season three starts in two weeks and we're getting you warmed up for it today with some stories from our electronic mailbag. Seriously, the pandemic has sucked for so many reasons, but I have to say that one of the best things has been this newfound ability to connect with people all across the universe. It's not like we couldn't do it before, but it sort of felt that way. Most of our guests and stories from the first two seasons have been from Toronto because that's where we were recording from. But all of a sudden, it's like location isn't even a thing since we're all online, which means that our season three guests are legit from all over the world. The other incredible thing that's happened is that I've connected with so many people because of this podcast. So before we start season three, I wanted to honor the courage and bravery of some of you who have reached out to share your story so that our listeners can know that they're not alone in their math anxiety. All right, let's do it and open up that virtual mailbag. Our first message is from Melissa Dean, who's actually a math therapy listener. She reached out to me a few months ago to share her story. Hey, Vanessa and all the Math Therapy Podcast listeners. My name is Melissa and I am a self-proclaimed math education disruptor and teacher leader in Manitoba. Um, I stumbled across the Math Therapy Podcast accidentally one day and first listened to uh, the episode with Sunil Singh, who happens to be one of my absolute favorite math ed disruptors. And as soon as you guys got into the episode, I knew I'd found my math education home. I grew up thinking I wasn't a math person. I found math class super stressful. I didn't like the competition and sense of pressure I felt to get the right answer. I focused on memorizing procedures and found problem solving mystifying. I finished high school and even completed my first year applied mathematics course along with the first year physics course, believing that A, there were some people who were math people and B, I wasn't one of them. Fast forward several years and I found myself teaching grade eight math and I realized that I was creating a classroom culture that fostered the same beliefs with a focus on competition, speed and high stakes assessments. I determined that there had to be a better way. And with that started myself on the path to where I am now, which is a passionate and fiercely determined math educator with a determination to disrupt the current norms of education and assessment and reimagine math classrooms everywhere. I realized just last week, though, that I still don't think of myself as a maths person, even though I work tirelessly to help my students discover the joy and the playfulness and creativity and curious nature of mathematics that we all should get to experience and deserve. I realized that I still don't think of myself as very mathematical, which is ridiculous. I completed first year mathematics and first year physics. It didn't happen just by magic. So thanks to the the road I've been on and listening to your podcast, I realized the truth of it all. I'm not a math person because there is no such thing as a math person. It is not a thing. I tell my students that all the time. They're just people. Some of us have had our eyes open to the beauty of mathematics. So my mission now as an educator is to help all of my students and my colleagues experience the same thing. So thank you so much for sharing your vision and your voice because it gives me the courage to share mine. Wow, it is so inspiring to meet educators like her and to know that our show is helping teachers start their own grassroots movements. Melissa, you rock. Keep us posted on how using math therapy in the classroom works out. 
Okay, so our next story comes from Molly, who I actually met on Clubhouse of all places. By the way, jury's still out on that. I mean, I can't say that I love Clubhouse, or maybe it's love-hate, not even sure. Okay, whatever. Here's Molly's story. Hi, Vanessa. It's Molly from Seattle on the West Coast of the United States. So as you know, I've been a tutor and a teacher for many years, and I also wrote a book about math anxiety that covers these very emotional aspects. But unfortunately, what I've found is that a lot of parents and teachers and administrators don't understand these emotional aspects, and even worse, they don't care about them. So I was tutoring a 13-year-old boy in seventh grade, and he had an ADHD diagnosis and severe math anxiety and probably also math trauma, and the day in question, he had a pre-algebra worksheet that he was very overwhelmed with. And so he was having a very hard time with it. And I told him, okay, so we'll get through these two problems and then we can take a break. But unfortunately, his mom and his stepdad were not happy that I didn't push him to finish. And they complained to my boss, who also agreed that I should have pushed him to finish. And then my boss said, and I quote, cram math down his throat. And I'm sorry, but that is just the worst thing that a parent or a teacher or an administrator could say to a student who has math anxiety and math trauma. And that is why it is my passion to reach these parents and teachers and administrators. So thank you, and I appreciate what you do. Ew, cram math down his throat. That is gross. Are we serious? Sounds like a real great way to get someone to have a full-on math meltdown. Ugh, well, at least we have teachers like Molly working to change the equation for students. All right, the last submission I wanted to share with you today is from Roxy. I met Roxy at a virtual conference I presented at last month, and she told me this story, and I was like, um, oh my God, you have to share this with our listeners. Just listen to this. Hey, my name's Roxy, and I'm a math teacher from Texas. I just wanted to share some of my experiences as being a math person. Often when I was younger, especially in college, I was told that I didn't look like a math person because I had bright red eyeshadow. And I wore fishnet shirts and stockings and wore combat boots and listened to loud, you know, crazy punk music. And I was just often told like, yeah, you just don't look like a math person. And I would ask people what they meant by that because I I really didn't understand. It's like, well, what does a math person look like? Like, how could I look like a math person? And I'm like, well, just not dress like you. Is, I, I, would, I was like, but I am a math person. So I, I had it explained to me several times. I just still don't get it. Like, I really don't understand. Well, how does how you dress make you a math person or not a math person? Um, at the same time, I had professors my last year of college tell me that I had to change the way I looked in order to get a job. They told me, like, you're not going to get a job dressing the way you do. Like, you have to take out your piercings. You can't wear makeup like that. You have to dye your hair a natural color. And by the way, my hair was red, which is a natural color. (laughs) Another experience I had, um, I had a guy in college. He was a very cute guy. Like we would see each other a lot. I guess we had a class about the same time in the same building. And one day he comes up to me and says like, hey, we should exchange numbers. Like I'd like to get to know you. Like, oh yeah, great. And so we exchanged numbers and we were chatting a little bit. And he goes, so what's your major? Because he saw I had books out I was studying. And I said, oh, I'm a math major. And he goes, oh yeah, no, this this can't happen. Like that's, are you serious? It's like, no, yeah, I'm, I'm a math major. And he goes, yeah, I'm going to have to take my number back and reaches over and takes his number back with the post-it that I wrote it on. Like, I'm not joking. This actually happens in, you know, his loss, but 
just to this day, I can't like, really? I can't, I don't understand how that's a, a no. <laughs> I love it. His loss is right, but wow, it just goes to show that we are shamed in so many ways for having the nerve to enjoy math, which is kind of messed up. Oh, and also on the theme of quote, not looking like a math person, unquote, and by the way, you can imagine the extent to which my eyes are rolling into the back of my head right now. You are not going to want to miss this season premiere on April 8th because it is going to be a game changer. That's all I'll say for now. So stay tuned and make sure you're subscribed to the show. Until then, that's all for this little bonus episode. I honestly love hearing these stories so much because it reminds me that we, myself included, are not alone. It also reminds me that math trauma can happen in so many ways and every day I hear a new story that makes me think, oh my God, I never thought of it that way. And guys, knowledge is power. Once we know it, we can start to change it. To those of you struggling with math trauma of your own, you are not alone. That's why this show exists for real. And my greatest hope is that sharing stories like these and inviting you to eavesdrop on the math therapy I give my guests helps you mend your relationship with math. Finally, if you've got a story like this, please send it. Head to this episode's description in your podcast player for instructions on how to do that. Season three of Math Therapy starts in two weeks and it's a banger of a season. No, seriously, it's like our craziest season yet. And we have a theme. Want to know what it is? You'll have to tune in next Thursday when we drop the trailer. And yes, I know that was like total clickbait, but whatever, it is what it is. Meantime, if one of the stories in this episode resonated with you, please tweet us at Math Therapy. And you can also follow me personally at The Math Guru on Instagram or Twitter. Math Therapy is hosted by me, Vanessa Vicaria, produced by Sabina Wex, and edited by David Coachberg. Our theme song is Waves by Goodnight Sunrise, which is my rock band. And guys, if you know someone who needs math therapy or needs to hear someone else getting math therapy, please share this podcast and rate or review it on whatever podcast app you use. Those things make a huge difference. I'm determined to change the culture surrounding math and I need your help. So spread the word. That's all for this week. Stay tuned for our season three trailer, which drops next Thursday. It is going to be insane. It is going to be wild. It is going to be the craziest time. It is going to be a party. It is going to be everything you imagined and so much fucking more. Woohoo! <laughs> How's that?